It's a true neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Derek. Did you have a hard time with that word? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not real to me. Um. Anyway, how was your week? Oh, uh, you know, it was a week. Yeah, it's been a little longer. Um, fourth wall, break that shit. Um, it's, it's the day before the episode's gonna come out, so... Yeah, we, we, we are held back a little bit because I fell ill at the end of last week again. Yeah. The changing of the seasons, my, my autoimmune disorder does not agree with me. Right. Every time the seasons change. The changing of the seasons. Yeah, yeah. It brings on many feelings. It's a thing. Mm. But, you know, I'm better. It is what it is. Woo! Get through. California. <laughs> uh, anything else you did this week besides be sick um, and make this recording late? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not really. It's really not a big deal. We almost definitely would have recorded this day anyway. Yeah. No, I uh, no, I just kind of worked and, and just kind of hung out. Uh. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. Exciting. Yeah. How about you? Um. I've been doing more work on my house. Uh, big shouts to my dad once again. Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, got another window, so I, I just did a window by myself, which was pretty satisfying. Um, and then together we put up a fence in the backyard. Hell so yeah. So I've got a fence. I need to secure a, a spot where there is a definite hole, make sure there are no other holes, and then uh, make a gate. Yeah. Because gates are um, more expensive than they should be. Are you... I assume you're going to make a wooden one then? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm I'm probably just going to use that scrap wood yeah. I've got laying out there. Because I tore down that shop, which... I mean, it was just like... It was a garage built for, for the 1930s from the 1930s. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was ancient. Yeah. So... Um, some of the two by fours and stuff in there are still really nice, though. So I'm gonna use those and some of the planks from the outside and just put a nice little thing together that'll hopefully look all right if I paint it. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, my week has been very busy with stuff because I've been, you know, trying to keep the house clean on top of all that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two kids are exhausting. <laughs> this little baby. Oh, oh, I have a baby in my arms. If it makes noise, I forget to say it because it just happens every week. Um, but it's just he can move so far so fast. Mm-hmm. Now it's just going to get worse from here, man. I know, but like we haven't got the appropriate baby gates. So right now, most of my day is waiting till he gets to the spot I need to reset him to the respawn point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, which is as far away from the door he's interested in as possible. Human fetch. Yes. Yes. Right now, I've got a, a dining chair and a car seat making an impromptu baby gate. Mm-hmm. Which works. Yeah. But um, it only works for one doorway, and I... I haven't really found anything to just throw in his way for the other one. <laughs> but I also can't really think about that because I need to sweep right there. I did need to sweep right there. And I already have to move that stuff out of the way every time I go by, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a... 
Babies are complicated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Having two kids is, uh, well, it's exhausting. Okay. <laughs> I love them with all my heart, but I want to scream sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's been most of my week. I uh, really have not had a chance to play any VR games, so I won't be reviewing a new VR game this week. But, uh... I did get a chance to watch Loki. The first the first uh, couple episodes of Loki are out now. Nice. I think I talked about the first episode. But uh, just to update the second episode is a bit jumpy. Um, but like it just starts off in a spot. And like this was the one common thing that I heard in almost all the reviews was... Did anybody else notice how it just kind of cuts you right in? And like, dude, yes. Literally everyone who's watched a television show, it, it felt like something was missing at the beginning of the scene. <laughs> but every single breakdown review thing I watched, and I try to watch them all just to hear the different perspectives. I mean, a couple of people having bad opinions lately, though. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, there's a... It's just every single one of them was like, it feels like we missed a scene here. And, like, or it was usually something along the lines of, it feels to me, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, it feels like we just are missing a scene here. Mm-mm. And it was something along those lines for everybody. It was just like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, it felt it felt cut and rushed at the beginning. I don't know what that was. I think it's probably intentional, and we'll figure it out later. But, it just, oh, sorry, that's just one thing that really bugs me. It's just like, my personal observation is so interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, but like in this case, no. Sometimes, sure. Uh, but like a lot of the times, it's just not. It's like when Peggy Hill talks. <laughs> you know? Just, it just, it just feels really self important. I didn't really watch King of the Hill. That's so. unfortunate. That's that is a misstep on your part, sir. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna need you to go to confession. We're <laughs> stopping recording. I just <laughs> told you, so... No, I said confession. I need you to go to a Catholic confession booth I... and tell them that you've not watched enough King of the Hill. I will not <laughs> be doing that. Come on, that's a funny bit on yourself. <laughs> like, even if, like, if somebody wasn't telling you to do that, like, just doing that on your own is funny. Just just go into the confession booth, and that's your only sin you have to confess. Is like, I think have... I've only ever seen about three minutes of King of the Hill. <laughs> um, okay. No, that, that, <laughs> full stop. That's literally the only thing I've ever done wrong Are, in my entire life. No impure thoughts? No, why would I? No. No, no. no excessive drinking? No. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I guess I guess a hail mary will do, and you know, get on your way. I guess <laughs> that it would just be like you'd be so confused about it. <laughs> so tell me to do a hail mary, and I just walk out of there singing Ave Maria. Does this count? <laughs> Close. <laughs> um. And no, the the second episode of Loki was good. It was a really slowed down, which was kind of nice. There's a lot of McDonald's plug, which is fine. It's all '80s McDonald's. Okay. So 
you know, um, Sylvie from the first season is just trying to live a simple life working at McDonald's now. Mm-hmm. Timelines are um, expanding to the point where there's no fucking containing them, and then a bunch of people just went all rogue and uh, pruned a bunch of them, so now there's not so many. <laughs> but there was a lot of deaths, so, you know, good and bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the show's good so far. This feels very much like a just get back in the the run of TV kind of episode because that first episode was a lot. There was a lot going on in that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's been my week because... Uh-huh. And do you have any news? Um, not a lot of news, but I have one bit of news here that I just thought was really cool and interesting and kind of like, uh, the future is now kind of thing, you know? Ooh, I like those. Um, so there is a woman from Sweden. There are many of them. Uh, her name is Karen. And, oh, okay. uh, no last name given, at least in this article here. I just ha- happened to pull up the New York Post article about this. There's shitloads of articles about it. Yeah. Um, but she's been dubbed um, the bionic woman because she lost one of her hands at about the midway point of, like, the forearm um, in a farming accident about 20 years ago. Okay. And she is the first ever person that has been fitted with a prosthetic that has been fused not only to her bone but to her nervous system. And oh. it is fully functioning like a real hand. Cool. It works... Like she can move it, articulate with it, do everything she needs to. It works. It's a bionic hand. That's rad. The future is fucking now, man. That's so cool. I love that. Um, it, it's it's really really fucking neat. Um, and apparently, like it doesn't work like super. It's still pretty pretty new. Like it's a, a little clunky. Yeah. But it, it does the things it needs to do. And it's a that's a huge fucking step forward for like just oh, yeah. modern medicine and the idea of having like a prosthetic limb yeah, in that's general. Really fucking cool. Kinda wanna cut my fucking arm off. <laughs> I bet it's really expensive. This was like I mean she, this is in Sweden, I believe. So it's just I, I feel like it would probably be extremely expensive to have done. Yeah, fair enough. She probably got to do, like, she probably got, it was probably like one of those experimental things, and they were like, this might not work. Right. You know, we, we're we going to try it. We might end up making the nerves worse. We don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought about my perfect retirement. Well, you know, when everybody's either dead or doesn't care about me, I was just like, uh, hey, do you want to start putting computers in my brain? You must be further along now. Just see what you can do cybernetically to make me live as long as possible. Just start shoving shit yeah. on me. Yeah, just, just stick it in there. And see what works. <laughs> doesn't work well i'm I'm really close to death anyway so like whatever yeah the problem with that is they might not want someone that's that close to death because you might just die on the operating table before they can even test it 
Well, I don't mean like just wheezing on my last leg, but like, you know, less than 20 years left probably. Okay. You know, yeah. like just getting up there. Yeah. You, like you retire, maybe spend about 20 of your retirement years and then be like, all right, it's time. Like I enjoyed some good retirement time. Yeah. Maybe like five retirement years is more what I was thinking. <laughs> Do you think about how old we are going to have to be if we ever get to retire? Oh, I'm not going to be able to retire. Yeah, I accepted that a long time ago. I don't think I will be either. <laughs> that's not a thing that's uh, that's like really looking like a thing right now. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to own a, a home, let alone <laughs> retire. Yeah, fair enough. I was very lucky to get this. Yeah, this, I've got... this is all. This is all inherited wealth. This is all family. I mean, it all went into this house, but, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to hopefully one day be able to upgrade to a larger camper. (laughs) That would be rad. That would be super cool. (laughs) Uh, uh, You can always just move in here if you need to. (laughs) Always an option. Um, What was I going to say? There was was PAX Australia... Happened, and I know that because all the video game shows I listen to are Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cool indie games were talked about. Um, I think uh, Ascendant Inferno was the one that everyone talked about and really liked. Okay. Which seems to be that you are a soccer ball, or your brother is a soccer One of you is a soccer ball, and the other one is getting you, or you are getting your brother out of hell. Okay. It's based on Dante's Inferno. Neat. Yeah, but it's like a 3D platformer kind of thing. I haven't like looked at it or anything, but everyone talked about that, so... That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, so there's, there's, a, there's a lot of cool indie games coming out, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them. Mario Wonder comes out, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, that comes out soon, right? Yeah, the 20th of October. I was hyping my oh, son. Oh, real up. soon. Yeah, I was hyping my son all up for it, and uh, then uh, my partner was just like, "Yeah, but Christmas is coming up soon." I was just like, "Well, yeah, but this is—I mean, it's far enough away." And she was like, "No." Oh, uh, uh, you're like, but but it's like it for me too. Yes. <laughs> Been hyping him up on the new game. I was gonna get it on release day. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that, but like, <laughs> I, like I didn't tell him that. But I was, I mean, I was, I was hyping it up. <laughs> Mario can be an elephant now. It's so weird. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And there's been nothing but rave reviews. That's just you know back to form Mario. Like. Yeah, it's it's one I've been considering getting for myself. Like when it comes out, honestly, yeah. I think it would be worth it. Yeah, I'm gonna get the the hard the the physical version just so i can um play between consoles oh definitely yeah because the the switch has this weird thing where the home console is the home console but like if like if he wants to play fortnite which is as i don't have like the family online account i've just got my online account Mm -hmm. so if he wants to play fortnite like i can't play any of my downloadable games because he's using my online profile oh yeah yeah, and that includes just games I have downloaded, not using network features. That sucks. Yeah. No bueno. Real frustrating on that. 
don't understand Switch. We're we're literally like ten feet away from each other. Nobody's <laughs> stealing anything. He's six. <laughs> I'm thirty. I paid twice for most of your shit. <laughs> Multiple times for Joy Cons. So many Joy-Cons. Yeah? Yeah. I've had a Switch since 2017. <laughs> they fade. The Joy-Cons fade. I've gotten through... I've gone through, like, three pairs, probably, that are just not operable anymore. Like, one side won't charge at all, and the other side's joystick is drifting like a bastard, or, like... Damn. Yeah, there's just multiple things that have gone wrong with them. Mostly, it's a joystick drift issue. That can probably be corrected, but, like, <laughs> uh, sending my controllers away for three days is, like, or for however long it would take for them to get shipped, fixed, and shipped back, um, plus whatever that would cost me, just doesn't seem worth it when I can go and get new controllers right now. Yeah. Or deal with uh, the drift until, like, two weeks from now when I can't get new, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it better to have one of the actual controllers, you think? The pro controllers? Yeah, they they work pretty good. Um, don't get a wired one. Because the wired ones crap the fuck out. Really? Uh, at least mine have. Like, the, the it's not the controller itself that craps out. It's just the connection. The hmm. wired connection. Alright. And it's just the port on the controller itself. For whatever reason, it just will get shaky or, like, not connect all the way or just get really loose. I had one that got really, really loose. So, like, you'd put it in and, like, it's even got this little, like, opening in the controller for the the block part. So it kind of, like, locks into place a Mm -hmm. little bit. And even with that, it was just kind of, like, fall out. (laughs) It's like a fucking, okay, whatever that is. Yeah, that's, that's garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just spent a lot of money on Nintendo products for them to just be so weird about the games that are played all within ten feet of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frustrating. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember any news that happened. Oh, one of the the lead candidates for Speaker of the House just called and was like, "Nope." <laughs> it's like I'm not into it. No thanks. Want well, no part of this. Yeah. Good for them. So that that's pretty funny. Now they have one person, like, like speculated to be, you know, in the running. Yeah. And uh, Congress is still out of session, so <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's also pretty fucked up that they're ever out of session. Why don't don't they just have a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday like everybody fucking else? They're working for a lot more money than most of us, and they just get to take chunks of the year off? Eat shit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's how that works. No, it shouldn't be. I'm I'm saying it here that's fucked up, and it's a fucked up thing that shouldn't happen. They shouldn't just get whole chunks of the year off to just spend their ungodly amounts of money they earn yelling at each other like fucking school children. That's fair. God, I hate our political system. (laughs) Our political system. (laughs) He hates it, too. Indeed. 
I, yeah, it's absolute bullshit. The whole thing's a pile of bullshit. Giant. Tired of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's all for news then? Uh, yeah, I think so. I can't remember anything else that's happened. I haven't heard anything about the actor's strike happening yet. The writer's strike seems to have come to a total accord. They're moving on. Shows are getting written. Talk uh, TV shows like uh, Late Night and shows are back. Mm-hmm. Not Drew Barrymore show. Not Drew Barrymore show. Her entire her entire crew locked. She's just gone. And uh, oh, that's that reminds me. Um, she was supposed to host the National Book Awards this year. Guess who's doing it instead? Hmm. I, I mean, three guesses. Who's who's the most famous, awesome person re- related to books that is also an actor? Um. Well, I don't know. Well, you're wrong, because it's LeVar Burton. Oh, that makes sense. I'm, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm a dumb man. Yeah, and he deserves to host any national book anything. Oh, yes, he does. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. That man was with us for all of our childhood. So much. <laughs> and my stepdad was always watching Star Trek, and I just was like, that guy... That guy's familiar. Because he's got the big old gold visor on in that show. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't... My dad and I used to sit down and watch Star Trek The Next Generation every Friday when a new episode came out. Get a big old bag of unshelled peanuts and sit down and eat peanuts and watch Star Trek. That sounds nice. Uh, Yeah, my, my stepdad had no investment in showing me Star Trek. It was just on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what that was about, but yeah. So when I was like eating dinner or like sitting out there with them, and he was watching it, I just see Levar Burton on screen and not quite understand why I was recognizing that guy. Yeah. If only I could see his eyes. It's yeah. like Robin. Yeah, yeah. the Robin <laughs> effect on you. It absolutely did. I mean, it worked on me as a child. So. <laughs> That's probably part of why they did that. I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> just to trick specifically you yes. as a child. Yes, just trick specifically me. No, I, I mean, like, he was doing Reading Rainbow before The Next Generation, right? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. But that would be disorienting for me as a child, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, I suppose. He was reading me books and now he's fighting the Borg? Yeah, I, the man can do anything, okay? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> my child brain thought cartoons were real people until I was like eight. You're not going to explain this to me very well. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking shout out to LeVar Burton. Indeed. Good on you, sir. Good on you. Rad dude. Should have been hosting Jeopardy. Mm Mm-hmm. I want everything for him. Oh, I watched a movie earlier. Oh, I started watching a movie earlier. A Hardball with Keanu Reeves. Okay. You ever see that? I haven't, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not Hardball. He was in Hardball. That was a, a different sports movie he was in. The Replacements. No, I didn't see that. Oh, no. It's a it's a football movie. A football? A football movie. Yeah, I it's just a movie I watched for a lot when I was a kid. Okay. Um it's the reason I know I 
always known the lyrics to I Will Survive. Okay. they've got a little dance number in that. In mm-hmm. jail. It's great. Anyway, there's some fucking awesome actors in that movie. And I'm just blown away. Keith David's in it. Uh, Gene Hackman. Keanu Reeves is the main guy. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. There's just a crazy amount of talent in that movie. I just didn't really, wouldn't have realized as a kid. Yeah. Like anyway. a scanner darkly. With Keanu Reeves? With Keanu Reeves, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think Winona Ryder and Woody Harrelson and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, uh, if, if you have any affinity for sports movies at all, I recommend The Replacements. It's it's fun. It's a good movie. It also has the, a really um, Welsh guy that I always thought was very cool growing up. And then looking at him now, he is, he's just a drunk bastard. It's just about a bunch of scab... Uh, <laughs> scab football players like the the football players go on strike this movie really really does not have nice things to say about strikes by the way (laughs) (laughs) disagree you know for the most part but what they they really portray the football players as being these rich assholes who just need more money or just want more money Mm -hmm. and so the scabs are presented as noble yeah yeah yeah, it's good to scab. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good to make sure other people can't get a living wage. <laughs> that's good. You should make sure that happens every time you see a strike. <laughs> I think that's what the Hollywood production of this movie was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's not poignant and on the nose, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> but the performances all around are really good. It's a really fun movie. Yeah, big recommend. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, do you have a story this week? Uh, not really a story, but, you know, I've been playing lots of Mario Kart lately. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think I've played enough... Mario Kart! Yeah. I think I've played enough of it that I can give a good review of it at this point. Uh, let it be said, I'm not particularly great at this game. I'm pretty good, don't get me wrong. And you can but, get a gold cup in 150cc, right? Yeah, I can get a gold cup. I can even get, like, at least two of the stars most of the time. Okay. Um, but I, I, one of the races, inevitably, I will not get first place in, and so I won't get all three of the stars, and it pisses me off. Nah, fair enough. Um, but, you know, I'm not terrible. Some of the some of the tracks, obviously, I'm not as good at. The Rainbow Roads are harder. Yeah. Um... It also really annoys me that I can't just permanently turn off the the autocorrect functions. Like, every time I come back to the game, they reset themselves. Oh, oh, and I have annoying. to turn off the auto-steering and the auto-drive and all the bullshit. Oh, I don't think I have to reset those. I think those are set in my settings. Oh, mine I have to turn back off every time I fucking play. Maybe you should check your just, like, overall settings. Change it in your overall settings and maybe it'll stay set. Maybe. I'll try. I thought I did that the first time, and then when I came back to playing the game a little while later, I turned it off and I came back to it, and like I noticed that every time I went around corners, it was like auto-correcting for me and shit, and I'm like, stop that. <laughs> Fucking knock it off. It really makes it harder to drive sometimes, because you, like, you know what you're doing, and then it 
turns and you're like, hey, wait, that's more than I needed to go because I was already doing that or trying to. Yeah, yeah. Or it'll, like, fuck up your drift. Yeah. I'll be drifting around a corner and it'll just, like, whoop, like, like super whip me for a second trying to correct me. And I'm like, no, I was fine. I was doing that on purpose. Or if I'm going for a shortcut and the game doesn't think I'm going fast enough and so it just veers you away from yeah, the shortcut yeah. instead. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> Just because I got with a, hit with a shell like five seconds ago, I'm, I can't go through the shortcut. As I need it more now. Yeah, right. Stupid. That auto steering thing is like the stupidest thing they've ever put in a fucking game. I hate it. Impressive. That's an impressive statement. <laughs> it's it's really it just detracts from the entire game in every aspect of it. Fair enough. It's it's awful. Yeah. Um. What, oh, uh, do you have, like, a favorite cup or course? Because um, you, you just have the, the standard 8, I, right? Yeah, I don't have any of the DLC stuff Okay, so is it 8 or 10 cups? Uh, I believe it's 10. I think it's 10. I, I just, I can't remember. I'm looking at the screen in my head and they keep shifting. It might even be 12 now that I think about it. No, it's either, I think it's 10. Okay, yeah, either way. You just got the, the, the base the base game. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, a favorite Hmm. Favorite track would probably be um shit, it's not the Toad City. Uh Neo Bowser Central whatever the the, the the futuristic Bowser City. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah. a fun track. Yeah, that I like one that one. Cool. I like that track. I think it's in the base game the 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 F Zero one that's just downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. A lot. Um, I also like Wario's Mine. Yeah, Wario's Mine's fun. I don't like Wario's ski slope very much, but I like his mine. <laughs> Wario owns a lot of these tracks. I've brought this up a lot. He has a lot of property. <laughs> yeah. He has, like, an immense amount of property, a weird amount of property. Um, as for a full cup, I don't... I'm not sure. It... Because each one of them has, like, a track that I'm not, like, particularly fond of. Yeah. Just overall. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to pick one. I was just asking. Probably, probably the one that's got the Yoshi circuit in it, the the egg. Oh yeah, the egg trophy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. Good call. I really recommend you do the DLC. It's it's just like right now it's got all but two of the courses left. That must be an even number because they came out in twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I said it's either ten or twelve yeah. in the in the base set. It might be twelve then because it's come out in twos. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. Yeah, the the DLC adds like double the game basically. Yeah. Um, and when it's Mario Kart, that just means more courses and more stuff. That's rad. Which is great, and I would love to get the DLC because then I could race as Diddy Kong. Who uh, I would not told... yet. Oh, not yet. He's that... not out yet. No, that's that's part of the last one, I think. Ah. Because I I don't have him yet. Maybe I'll just wait and get it all when it. The last one comes out. Fair enough. I, like, I would love to switch my main to Diddy Kong. Who are you maining right now? Yoshi. Black Yoshi, to be specific. Black Yoshi. Rad. Uh, I I usually main Rosalina or Waluigi. I was Waluigi for a little bit, but I didn't like 
uh, how heavy he is made everything feel clunky as I was going around, and Yoshi's just smooth. It's just really simple to drive as Yoshi. Fair enough. It's like picking Mario, but cooler. You know what I mean? Like... It is. <laughs> I also thought about picking Luigi, because I also love Luigi, but I was like, nah. Big Luigi stands here. Yeah, but I was like, nah, I'll, I'll go for Black Yoshi, because I really like the fact that I can change Yoshi's color. Yeah. You can be any Yoshi from the island. Mm-hmm. You can be your own Yoshi. Don't matter none. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the Yoshi. No, 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 no. I'm Black Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> That's rad. Uh, they've got an option in Super Smash Bros. where you can be, like, the felt Yoshi. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite color of Yoshi to be. <laughs> felt. Little Big Planet Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's rad. I think it's uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Oh, okay. Is the is the one it's from. But he looks rad. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, I like the different combinations of like the way you can build like the cart setups with the tires yeah. and the carts and the the gliders that you have. Yeah. Um. Like it's fun. I'm not sure exactly how much the stats have to do with much. Like, because I mean, I have like a, a few of the vehicles at this point. It's I. I'm driving one of the Mercedes cars at the moment, the SL300, I think, is okay, the one I'm yeah. driving, the silver one. Yeah. Before that, I was just driving the regular black Mercedes that Fun. you get to start with. Yeah. Or just as a thing. Yeah. But then I got the SL300, and I switched to that. I'd be curious to just scroll through your cars and see which ones you don't have yet, because, like, it's been my six-year-old, me, and my partner all playing it either separately or together on the same, like... Mario Kart, mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of coins unlocked, so there's been a lot of stuff unlocked that I just don't pay attention to when it's new, and now I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see, like, what stuff you don't have yet, and just be like, oh. Yeah, because I'm still under a thousand points, I think. Yeah. Overall. Like, I haven't played, like, a lot, a lot, but I've got, I've played through most of the, I mean, in versus races, like, with my brother and my son, I've played all the tracks already. Right. But, like, actually myself and, like, the Grand Prix, I've only done, I think I still have two or three of the trophies left to go for, something like that. And sometimes I go back and try ones I've already done just to see if I can try to get that fucking third star or whatever I need to get out of it. Right. Pisses me off. (laughs) Though, the base game 150s, I can do all of those. I've got three stars on all of them. Uh, the the DLC 150s, harder. <laughs> harder. I'm having that one or two star issue for a lot of them. So there's a couple I've gotten the three stars on, but like the, the DLC is harder. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely it's one of those games where I can tell like most of the issues are my fault. Yeah. And the, if I just work at it, I will get to where I need to be. Yeah. But then every now and again, there's that one race where you're in first and you're on the home stretch and then all of a sudden you get hit by like three shells yeah. and five people pass you and you're like, what the actual fuck was that? You know, what am I supposed to do about that? There's not a whole, there's just no option there. Like, I didn't, I didn't have a goddamn fucking boombox thing. Didn't have the loudspeaker to blow everything yeah. out of the way, so I'm just kind of fucked. Yeah. And it's interesting also to me the randomness at which you get some of the power-ups. 
Like, in my entirety of playing the Grand Prix, I've never once... I think I've never gotten the blue shell, but that's because I'm almost always up towards the front of the pack, I think. Right, right. And uh, I, I find that, like, I don't want to play on the lower, the like, speeds, even with my family, because, like, I end up just sitting up front with coins, mm-hmm. and it's boring. It's just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I I make my six year old race at one fifty with me. Oh yeah, my son and I and my brother and I when we race we race at one fifty and we also put on instead of regular items we put on what's it called? When I don't know. I don't change the items ever. Oh, there's one setting where it's just like all of the the rarer like upper tier items. So it's like lots of blue shells, lots of bullet bills, lots of lightning. Another one that I've literally never gotten in a versus race or in any Grand Prix. I've never gotten the fucking lightning. I get zapped <laughs> by lightning and made small all the fucking time. I have never once gotten the lightning as a power up. Ever. I'm I don't even I don't think it exists. I think the computer's just allowed to get it. I, it's bullshit. I know it exists because my son has laughed about zapping me. <laughs> I've literally never gotten that power up and I'm just fucking why? It's not even like it matters. It's not like a use them and then like it goes into a thing to say that you've collected them or anything. I just want to be able to zap people. <laughs> Tired of being zapped and made tiny. I want to be the zapper. <laughs> Give me the zappy power. Yeah, make me Zeus, damn it. <laughs> uh, but overall, it's it's a fun game. It's a fun cart game. I like cart games. Cart game. Um, I'm going to give it a nice... Uh, fuck, we'll call it an 85 out of 100 dabs. What stops it from, like, perfect score? It's like the perfect cart racer. Uh, well, for me, what stops it is just the overall, the way it... For one, the auto steering functions and everything they thought needed added in that detracts points automatically. <laughs> you can, you can shut it off. You can shut it off, but mine does not stay shut off, and therefore <laughs> it loses points. <laughs> All right. Um, and also, I think there could be. I don't know. Like the carts are fun, or the the tracks are fun, and everything, but there could be like. I feel like the the variety in the way the carts handle is is it doesn't seem to matter like you can make them look however you want and change the stats but aside from like that initial boost when you rock it like with your good timing out of the the start gate or whatever like the the acceleration means a little bit more like right then in that one moment but other than that the stats are just like a wash it doesn't really fucking matter it does though i have noticed i've noticed like trying to get those the the harder speeds when not now i've gone like past 150 um getting up there like the handling and stuff makes a huge difference as you go faster or like are at the faster speeds at yeah the higher difficulties yeah i was gonna say maybe maybe once i go up to like 200 cc yeah, and it, it would make more of a difference. It really it affects it. It makes a huge difference. Like, I, because yeah, I, I have been trying for a while to find a great combination to like, because a lot of the times what will happen is I will be having a great run, and then I'll have just people 
slowly go by me in corners, just like, whoop. <laughs> there they go, and they're just faster around corners. I like might catch up a little bit on the streets, and then they just keep going around the corner. Unless I get like an awesome show or something, like I'm, they're just faster than me. Yeah, because of the the way their car is set up, and yeah. So there there are, it does matter, but I think at the lower difficulties, especially fifty and a hundred, you do not need to worry about it. Um. Yeah, because I remember the last time we talked about this, I was telling you about, like, when Ian and I were playing, he would pick, like, we'd have, like, the exact same car set up, like, the exact same cart set up, and then I would pick, like, Yoshi, and he would pick Wario or something, and because of the weight difference, we would have different stats, actually, based on, yeah, because one yeah, of the characters is heavier. Um, yeah. Okay. So, maybe when I get to higher difficulties, we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, and then just to close it out, I guess my least favorite track, <laughs> probably the beach one. I don't like the one where you're driving on the beach. Fair enough. There's that weird spiny part where you ha- are, like, very likely to be in the water, and I find that annoying as well. Yeah. Also, Baby Park. Yeah, fine with me. It's just because it's such a, it's it's the classic, just basic oval shape. There's yeah. nothing fun going on there. It's I fun because it's small. They, it's really small, and they make you do extra four extra laps because of it. Yeah, like it's, it's a seven it's lap fun. race, but it's just meh. I like it. It feels like a mini game. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, um, there's a. Wow, that was gonna be some kind of segue. <laughs> it, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I watched the end of Ahsoka. I watched all the all of Ahsoka. And I, I want to talk about that, because, like I said, I just have not had a chance to play VR at all this week, and I haven't really gotten any new games in any other medium. I've been playing a lot of uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 a bit, so I might talk about that soon. That's That one's new to me. <laughs> uh, but um, Ahsoka is real good. Um so, if you a Rebels hater, get on out of here. You're not going to like this review. Uh, I I really like Rebels. I've got all of it on DVD. Like, I really enjoy that show. I mm-hmm. thought it was a lot of fun. The Ghost, I have the original Lego Ghost that they released. It was like my Holy Grail ship. I went and got got it on eBay a couple years late, like... Yeah, I wanted that one. <laughs> so I am biased coming into this because um, I'll be honest. If you haven't seen Rebels or even a bit of Clone Wars, this show is probably not going to matter to you. That's it's fair. It's, I get it, but this is basically Rebels season five. Okay. Um, because at the end of Rebels, uh, they they have developed a. a a relationship with space whales in a different episode. Uh, I remember you talking to me about space whales. Yeah. Um, they developed a relationship with space whales, or Ezra Bridger did, the main character. Um, and they used that connection to get him and Thrawn uh, sent to another galaxy to get Thrawn away from everybody. It was a heroic sacrifice on Ezra's part. Okay. And so that's how that series ends, basically. 
is that Ezra goes away with Ron, and there's a nice little wrap-up at the end. Um, Ahsoka's supposed to train Sabine, and then, yeah. But we start on this series, and Sabine and Ahsoka are separated. Um, there's these Sith, not Sith. They they keep saying like how they're not Sith. There's something else. I really thought you were gonna say the Sith Nazis for some reason. <laughs> that's just all of them. That's just all of them in I the know, Empire. I was anyway. like, I was gonna tell you that's redundant, but then you said Sith, not Sith, and I was like, oh, not Nazis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the empirical Sith that are Nazis. Just to be fair, there are a lot of Sith out there who are just like selfish or whatever. <laughs> um but the these guys are like well the younger one is uh Shin Shin Hati and uh, the older guy his name's Balin Skull. Okay. Uh the the younger girl is like real determined and ambitious and probably like headed more towards that Sith role. Whereas uh, the older mentor guy kind of feels like a dark side Obi-Wan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Really gives off that vibe of like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm using the darkness and I, I, got the, I got the black robes and whatever. But it's not really like, that's, that's not my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, the whole time throughout the show, he's searching for a greater purpose. And he describes this thing calling out to him. And it's real interesting to see his journey as he's, like, training what is effectively going to be a Sith. She survives. Um, big spoilers for this, by the way. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know when to stop talking. And I, there's not going to be split sections or time codes, just spoilers. Um, they, uh, okay, so uh, Ahsoka, all the way through this series, um, despite, like... All the times we've seen her before Rebels, she was this, like, um, rambunctious, kind of uh, snippy thing. That's how she got her nickname, Snips. Um, but, like, um, bratty kind of kid. Like, really defiant. Rebellious, <laughs> but smart. Like, and, uh, you know, prone, prone, to, prone to laughter if the thing arise whatever but uh throughout rebels she got a little bit more serious like when you, we met her again in rebels she was you know more serious she had grown she'd been through more shit than we'd already seen and so she was you know a little more stoic in this she is just full jedi stoic she seems like uh, she's played a bit uh by she's played by rosario dawson mm -hmm. and it feels like she's played a bit like that that Stoner friend who will absolutely talk your ear off about the galaxy if you mention a star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah, that. her character from Clerks, if she'd had a couple cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, really, really laid back the whole time. All right. Uh, and so she's, she's traveling around with Hu Yang who is the robot droid who builds and builds lightsabers and trains young Jedi. Like, from the Jedi Temple, that, that guy. Okay. And they have the ship that they build lightsabers on. Okay. So they have all the lightsaber bits. All right. Which is important and interesting. 
because like a thing is two things. Yeah. Well, it just means like that. That is the Star Wars vehicle, pun intended, <laughs> um, for all any and all lightsabers that might have been manufactured during the period of the Jedi being dead. Yeah. So that's super interesting. Plus, Hu Yang's been around for a very, very long time. I don't know if we ever get his like exact age, but he's he's a robot or droid, mm-hmm. and he's been training Jedi and building lightsabers for like at least a thousand years, like a very long time. Um, so he's just a fount of knowledge. <laughs> um, he's also kind of plays the C three PO role in this series, but it's it's really good. He's voiced by David Tennant. Oh, okay. I believe, yes. Yeah. 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 So he he's a lot of fun, obviously, well acted, because yeah. David Tennant's amazing. But uh, The best Doctor. Yeah, probably. Don't know Doctor Who. I uh, figured according out... to my mother, David Tennant is the best Doctor, so... Well, I, I'll take your mother's word. <laughs> Shouts. <laughs> You're great. Um... Oh, yeah, a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. They say that directly in Loki. <laughs> so they're definitely taking inspiration from Doctor Who. No. <laughs> that's that's straight from that. Yeah. Um, and Ahsoka. Yes. Um, yeah, so Thrawn, this whole series is working with the Night Sisters. We meet Thrawn in, like, episode three or four or five, somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, um... He's working with the Night Sisters, who are the the magic people of Dathomir, where Darth Maul comes from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're the he's working with the Night Mothers of the Night Sisters, and they're off in this other galaxy. Um, oh yeah, they're the whole first part, the whole first few episodes of them um, fighting the Not Sith over the map. Okay. Uh, to get to this place, and they're working with a Night Sister descendant. And they all work together to get the map. And then uh, Ahsoka kind of gets defeated. And Sabine decides to, or gets convinced to go with them. Because they might find Ezra if they, you know, use this map. So they do that. And then they destroy the map and leave. And Ahsoka goes to the World Between Worlds. Which is what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was featured in Rebels. So it was cool to see it live action. And uh, she gets a whole bunch of uh, flashback scenes, like kind of, it's not a montage, but it kind of feels that way when it's all wrapped together. Yeah. Because uh, it's all the way throughout the episode, we get these cool flashbacks of her and Anakin, and like, it's not quite flashbacks, because she's aware that she's not, you know, from that moment. Yeah. She's from the future. This has already happened. So, it's these kind of like learn a lesson from your past kind of flashbacks. Okay. Super cool. And we get a lot of uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So, it's cool to see live action, the the Clone Wars dynamic. Because that's a show I also watched all of. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's six seasons total, and they're all fucking great. Did they do, like, age reversal on any of it, or, like... Uh, yeah. 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 Some of it was age reversed, and some of it... Uh, there was a... They actually did a cool effect where when they when he first showed up, he was Age Reverse kind of like back when Clone Wars time. Mm-hmm. And then um, as he 
like he progressively got more evil as she wouldn't give in. It was kind of the lesson of being taught. And uh, he just started to age up, like naturally age up, but he got, you know, more sithy with it, and it looked like he went past it a bit. It was really, it was a cool effect. Neat. Yeah. And probably didn't cost that much money. But the World Between Worlds, that costed money. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. Yeah, so uh, she gets out of that, and they, uh, they use space whales. They use the space whales in live action, and they go into the mouth of a space whale and travel to another galaxy. Okay. Damn, space whales are wormholes? Uh, space whales are the the foundation of uh, hyperspeed travel in the galaxy. Okay. It is said that they were the 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 reason that uh, species like learned to do that. People used to ride space whales through, <laughs> the, the, through the through the space, and the, <laughs> until. They figured out how to make hyperspeed travel. Just saddle up on that whale. (laughs) Presumably, they either, like, rode inside the mouths like they do in this uh, through a connection with the Force because all of this is, like, all the Night Sister and ancient stuff is done with, like, an ancient connection to the the magics that hold the universe together or the force. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all connected in that way. And yeah, so <laughs> yeah, space sounds, whales sounds funny when you said they rode the space whale to another galaxy. That it's what happens. It just sounds hilarious. Yeah, I I, I made some notes for this so I could remember what to talk about because there were eight episodes and. Uh, I did not watch them yesterday. <laughs> uh, but the note I made for the whales was motherfucking live action space whales. Fuck yeah! It's <laughs> a good note. I I liked it. Um, but Thrawn, Thrawn is in that other galaxy, and the <laughs> fact Charlie's Thrawn. <laughs> God, I want that meme. Somebody photoshopped that for the love of Christ. Um, uh, so Thrawn working with the Night Sisters is actually kind of big because he's he's not a Force user. He is a very tactically minded uh, Imperial officer. He's a Grand Admiral. He is the the guy. Like he is the obstacle, the smart guy. He is the way they have him. Like because he's based on an old um, Legends book now that he was brought into the canon with Rebels. And uh, he's. This is the first time we've ever seen him live action in this. Mm-hmm. And he's. Uh, I think he's done by the guy that did the voice of him in Rebels, which is pretty cool. Okay. Perfect, yeah. perfect voice for it. Um, it. The way they have him like made up and the way he acts is kind of like um, if Trump and Musk were combi- combined and then were super competent. Okay. Does, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of does, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is just, like, a bastard of a man. But he's also somebody who, like, when he realizes he has somebody who is, like, an enemy now, he will get their file and learn entirely everything about their life and their culture. And so he can, like, know thy enemy is something that he takes fully to heart like we'll get art pieces 
carefully hung up in his study just to have them to understand that culture better. Mm -hmm. So he can defeat them. So he can manipulate them. So he can destroy and control. He is, like, the most powerful mind in the Star Wars galaxy. And they're making a movie. This is all leading up to his movie. Oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, Which will be Heir to the Empire, I believe, and Dave Filoni's directing that. And Dave Filoni directed all of the, or didn't direct all of this, but was the um, supervisor, like, the executive guy on this show. And he did all of Rebels, too. He was, like, George Lucas's protege in, in, like, the mid to late 2000s before Lucas sold it. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to have him like running the live action bit right now. Yeah. And it's cool to have him being the one that brings Thrawn in because Thrawn is a huge fan favorite character. Um, but all of this is revolving around um, ancient magics on the other side of the galaxy and... Uh, so Thrawn has been reconstructing the Star Destroyer he was brought there with, and they, oh yeah, they constructed this giant hyperspace ring. Like, there's a little hyperspace rings that go around Jedi Starfighters, so they can uh, do hyperspace travel, like, just as a single pilot ship. Mm-hmm. But this is a big one to go inner galaxies, like uh, the space whales do. Okay. And they have to do so much to get the power of the space whales. It's this huge, giant, like, Halo-style construction. (laughs) Uh, It's big enough to be a giant circle around an Imperial Star Destroyer. Okay. And uh, so they take that's what they take to get to the other galaxy after they use the map. Um, And when they get there with the whales, they just... They mine the whales. Mm -hmm. They they space mine the space whales. (laughs) It's really sad to watch. <laughs> so, space whale killing? Space whale hunting? No, they weren't hunting. They were just trying to impede the people they knew were coming. Thrawn did that because he knew people would be coming after them after their hyperspace ring got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, they get there and Thrawn is having all of the... They're at a Nightsister Deathmiri temple that's why they're work with the night mothers and but he's loading all of their artifacts from that big temple into his star destroyer okay with his own little contingent of stormtroopers he still has mm-hmm. um and the night sisters or the night mothers sorry are gonna go with him and that's super interesting yeah because we don't find out what's in the contents of those and Thrawn gets away at the end. Spoilers. He gets away at the end. Yeah. And uh, there's... It pans to the inside of the Star Destroyer, and it just shows us, like, an Indiana Jones, end of Indiana Jones warehouse status yeah. shot of a huge amount of crates. And they all look like... They're all, like, Death Mirror crates, so they look cool. But, like, they are just crates, and they're crates full of we don't know, and they are all big enough to maybe hold people. So there's a lot of theories going around about what that could be. Um, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of stuff. Realistically, if I wanted to cover this properly, I'd go episode by episode. But uh, overall, there's a shit ton of Rebel stuff in here that's awesome. There was no Seb, which was a shame. Chopper was in here, which was great. Still voiced by Dave Filoni. He's the little droid. He's the, the Rebel's astromech droid. And he's... 
as mouthy as R2, if not more. But um, he is also voiced for a children's show originally, so all of his uh, beeps and squawks are all like, what are you talking about? And mm-hmm. then just like <laughs> morphed over so it sounds super robotic. Mm-hmm. But like there's clear sentences and in, in um, inflection in the way he moves and talks in, in a different way than most droids that uh, only beep. Yeah. But he's clearly got sentences and words. And like if you listen even kind of close, you can understand that like what the sentence is. Yeah. It's it's kind of nice, but it's also it's it's a conceit for remembering that this is for kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's he's fun. He and he's still um a war criminal. Chopper is a war criminal. We should always remember that. He has killed a lot of people for unnecessary reasons in the line of duty. Really funny. Yeah. He's a really funny droid. Uh, uh, there's a man. I, there's so much I want to touch on, but there's um, some weird allusions to the Mortis gods, which was this really specific arc in the Rebel series, where um, the balance of the universe actually uh, hangs between three people: the father, the son, and the daughter who are the balance of the force and they have to constantly stay on this planet being an all powerful like scale basically to make sure everything stays in balance. And, uh, Anakin was chosen to be like the new son of Mortis at one point during the rebel series and didn't. So the force is out of balance or has been, or it's theorized that it's out of balance since then, because I think the father died and the, uh, the sun took over, and the sun was the dark side embodiment of the force. Mm-hmm. And so the the sister is kind of like just banished to the side because she was the light side. Okay. Yeah. There's and that's a, that's just this big mythic thing in the middle of Star Wars Rebels. But at the end of this series, Balin Skull, after he's been like, "Go, Hati, go be the Sith, like fucking badass that you want to be." It's a different path than I'm going on, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they separate. Um, he ends the series standing on a statue of the father of Mortis's pointing hand. And that's theorized to be the big feeling that he's been going after the whole time was the, the, to be the new father or son of Mortis Mm -hmm. and try to help bring balance back to the force in that way. Okay. So th- it's just this big mystical thing you have to buy into that's very, very Star Wars and very, very, like, the <laughs> weird side of Star Wars. Yeah. And because uh, that's that's a place out of time as well. Like, when they go to that, it's Anakin and Ahsoka and I think R2. Um, but they they go there and it's a just a place totally out of time. And it's like uh, the... The TV episodes of, like, the Bermuda Triangle where they go in and then they come out and they're like, oh my god, that was a crazy adventure. And everybody else is like, what? You you just passed through a thing. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was one of those. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's just a lot of weird mystical stuff that they're going to have to either skirt around or explain in weird detail for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm really interested to see where that goes. The The actor who played Balin Skull, Ray Stevenson, passed away 
Uh, so, rest in peace to the, the best part of this series. Like, there was some really good performances all the way throughout this, but, like, like not even knowing about his death, that dude fucking stole this show. Yeah. And it's, it's just a shame. Like, selfishly, it's a shame because I want more of that character. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, I guess they always say leave them wanting more. Yep. That's, that is a legacy part right there. Yeah, right. I, I cannot, I cannot overstate, like, he really nailed this performance of this fucking, um, stoic, but, like, empathetic, yeah, uh, former Jedi, and, like, he left just, like, because it wasn't right to keep doing the Jedi thing. Like, he just recognized that, but it wasn't right to go all out the other way. His lightsaber's orange, not red. It's just, like, it's just slightly different, but, mm-hmm. like, it's it's enough to signify, like, I'm not going all the way the other way. Like Yeah. And it's... He, he really just nailed the characterization of what this, this, like, dark side, not Sith master needed to be. Yeah. And so it was the... Really recommend the show to anybody who can just, like, buy into a story or has ever enjoyed Star Wars Rebels. Hell yeah. If you don't enjoy girl characters kicking ass, you probably won't like this, you sexist pig. <laughs> so just don't watch it so you can not complain about it, please. That's, that's my preference, and I think everybody's. Fair. It's, the, it's mostly female leads. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do find Ezra. I kind of just brushed over that because they find Ezra in like this village, and he's like made a life for himself in this village of like nomadic little bug things. They all wear clothes. It's really cute. They hide under rocks. They're like little hermit crabs almost. <laughs> it's it's a great characterization. They're really. Uh, I think they're called Nodi, and they're they're very cute. Um, but he's living this like. Jesus style life and he gets into a couple of fights before he builds a new lightsaber because he can on the ship but uh and before he gets a new lightsaber he just like bodies people with the force (laughs) it's rat it's like matrix resurrections but cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's just like in the middle of combat he does like a force kick at one point so like just like a mid-body kick with the force involved it Mm -hmm. was rad Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Ezra Bridger being back, and the guy that got to play him looks fucking perfect. Uh, and they gave him his big uh, green eyes, and it's great. Hell yeah. It's great. All, all of the characterization, all the member berries for this was great. Uh, I ate them up. And the new stuff was also really interesting and cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ezra did get a new lightsaber. Oh, yeah, and he escaped onto the baddie ship. Um, the other guys ended up getting away with uh, with a little help with some friends. But um, Ezra got away by uh, hopping on the baddie's Imperial starship. And then they just don't show it. But he gets away. <laughs> and then flies back to the ship. And then he gets out in full Stormtrooper dress. Mm-hmm. Like with his hands up in the in the rebel uh, flight hangar bay or whatever. Oh, Harrison Dula is all the way through this show, and she's like my favorite. I didn't bring her up at all, but she's like my favorite like side character. I've read books specifically because she was in them. Mm-hmm. I think she's badass. But uh, I don't care what you think. <laughs> 
but she sees him in this like like kind of like really hesitant but everybody's got their gun drawn because there's a stormtrooper on board and then chopper just walks up and bumps him and just takes off his helmet and it's it's this nice little reunion scene it's really cute but I have a problem with that scene, because why the fuck would you walk off the ship with a Stormtrooper helmet on? Yeah. I get if you can't change your clothes in there. You probably don't have a spare set. You were just on a planet and just escaped very rapidly. I get that. But you don't need to wear the Stormtrooper helmet to make a big reveal about it. You could have just been shot. It's for the dramatics. I know. It's just so frustrating. When you, well, But Rebels, they see the hands up. They're not gonna. They're not gonna immediately. No, but he absolutely could have just had his. He could have taken the helmet off before he walked. The, he didn't yeah. have to wear the helmet for it's any reason. It's melodramatic. It's, it's for the big reveal. It, it's, just, it's partly to show us that Ezra did the old Ezra thing, where he dresses up as a stormtrooper and got away. That's a very. It's a very <laughs> classic tactic in uh, storm in Rebels, and he actually collects stormtrooper helmets. That's a thing that he does throughout the series. So it makes sense for him to have the helmet. It just doesn't make any sense for him <laughs> to walk onto a base full of all of his friends in the enemy's clothes with your face covered. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But Chopper recognized him first, and it was a really cute little moment. The whole show was awesome. Like, fucking 90 out of 100 dabs. Hell yeah. I really liked it. It really is. It's Rebel Season 5, so... I get that I really understand the people that didn't like it. I get why they wouldn't like it. But, like, if you can't buy into the, like, the 12-year-old stylings of Rebels, because it does get more mature after, like, the first season. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to buy into some kid shit first. It is a Disney Plus show made for children. Yeah. And so, buy into the kid shit, have some fun with Rebels, and then you'll really, really enjoy Ahsoka by the time you get there. That's my recommendation. Hell yeah. It's, it's great. Anyway. Awesome. Uh, we don't. We have one funny spam email, but it's, <laughs> it's just real long. All right. Well, I have a quick little hypothetical that we can end on today. Okay. Um, you know, the seasons are changing. The, uh, the amount of daylight is getting less now that the summer's over and whatnot. And, uh, <laughs> don't remind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it got me to thinking, would you rather have to live in a world that is only daytime or only nighttime? Only daytime. Really? I am a morning person. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a night person. I think I'd rather it be dark all the time. Oh, I can... Oh, man. So I, I, I really like a dark night. I really like going just on a walk on a dark night, especially if it's raining. It's one of my favorite times. But, like... I like the dark nights where it's still, like, not too warm, but it's still, like, a nice, like, mid-70s. Yeah. And it's just pitch black, but you don't have to be wearing, like, a, a shirt, even yeah. if you don't want to. You can just wander around and, like, oh. That's real good. I really appreciate that as well. So, it, it's, it would be a sacrifice for me either way, but the the sunshine, I can just get more done in. I can just do more without restriction and... I don't really have any problem. If when I'm tired, I'll sleep. Mm-hmm. Got no problem with the light. The light's not an issue for me. If I'm if I'm tired enough to sleep, I will just go to sleep. Blackout curtains would be in every home if it was always daytime. Yeah, that, yeah, it would just be like it'd be at the dollar store at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, it would not be 
it wouldn't be it would be more of a sacrifice for me to lose the daylight. I I guess I understand that. I think just for my own he still got the binky. <laughs> I think for my own personal I think having daylight all the time would just drive me crazy eventually. I think I would just do better in an all nighttime scenario. Fair enough. Uh, I yeah, I would just have a blackout room where I could go to darkness. Because it's like it's it's like I could like we have electricity. If I need light to do things, you know, you get floodlights or whatever. You can you can have light to do things. But if there's just all light always, I would I would I don't want to walk around constant. I would rather walk around at nighttime. I, it's partially also just me because my eyes are bad and they yeah. don't like the sunlight really. Fair enough. But. Yeah. All sunlight all the time would make my eyes, like, because my blue eyes get real sensitive to the bright, bright light. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just get tan. Oh, that'd be bad. That's bad for you. Maybe I would just tan my eyeballs. Oh, that's that's not good. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. What color would tan blue be? Um, Kind of like a periwinkle, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Anyway, I think that's our show. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> if you want to uh, get a hold of us at all, you can send us an email over at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Uh, we got the X or Twitter or whatever the fuck it is, at trueneutralpod, and I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Uh, True Neutral Studios on the YouTube, the Instagram, and the threads. I'm also at Mr. Dab himself on the Instagram and threads. Don't tell him where I live. And True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Oh, and if you leave a review, uh, do that. If you leave yeah. a five-star review... If you leave a review, do that. That's a good <laughs> sentence. If you leave a five-star review, I will read that. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will read that. And uh, that really helps us out a lot. Even if you're not on a place like Spotify, I know it doesn't let you give like actual reviews. But if you go and you leave us five stars, it helps us out. It kind of pushes us out into the algorithm a bit more and gets it out to more people. And if, if you like I'm... hearing us ramble, then maybe other people will. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't really care, like, as the theme goes, this is a show, like, for us, but, like, I really just want to read people's opinions, and I really would like it if people did funny things with the fact that I will read whatever they put there. So, if you would please take advantage of that for my own humor's sake, and I guess the fact that it helps us with the algorithm might get more people's thoughts in. And yeah. That, that would be good for me. Yeah, it would be good. I also just think it's funny that we can hopefully get more people to listen to us spout nonsense. That would, I mean, yeah. I it, just, like, the more people that want to listen to us spout nonsense, the better for me. I think that's funny. Valid point. Bye-bye! Bye!